0: What's up, Auburn family? Today we are here to recap Big Cat Weekend, and Nick Saban gets stuffed in a locker by head coach Hugh Freeze. You can find all of that here today on the Uptempo Podcast. You are now listening to the War Report Podcast Network. What is up, Auburn fans? Hope everybody is having a great Monday morning. What a weekend it was. Big Cat seemed to be a super success. Dustin, how was your weekend, uh, and what did you think about Big Cat, brother?
1: Uh hectic weekend, so if you're watching, uh, excuse the background. I apologize. Just moved. Going to get that fixed. It'll be fixed on Wednesday's episode. If you listen on audio, it doesn't really bother you. So <laughs> Big Cat weekend, though, man, my goodness, dude. I, I just – we've been waiting and we've been waiting and we've been waiting and we've been waiting, and Blake, we'll get into it here shortly, but, boy, we caught a big fish, man. We caught a big fish, one that me and you have been told for about a month now that we were going to catch, and we just kept saying, okay, sure, we'll see if we get it in the boat. <laughs> yeah. We'll see yeah. if we get it in the boat. Uh, and we got him, man. We got another stud receiver as well we'll talk about. Uh, we yeah. got some more guys that we feel like silently committed that we'll announce here in the next – at least the next week so really really excited bro um excited to get in and talk with you about it man been moving all day it's been very hectic mm-hmm. get to sit down relax and talk about some auburn football dude mm-hmm. uh let, let's get into it bro let's get into it the first guy malcolm simmons four-star wide receiver blake out of alexander city uh we've been hearing this name for a while right and it just mm-hmm. was the whole once the cam coleman the a thing you kind of felt like malcolm was going to slide up in here i mm-hmm. mean you were talking before we recorded you watched some of the highlight tape what did you see
0: I'll tell you what I saw. I saw a guy that can pretty much do it all, Dustin. Uh, a great release off the line of scrimmage. Uh, a guy that is uh, very good uh, making people miss. Man, his ability in the open field to make guys miss is phenomenal. Uh, the kid shifty. He can he can take snaps. He can take direct snaps. He can line up in the backfield. He's an athlete. All right, that that is exactly what he is. Uh, he is recruited as, and and uh, you know he's going to play wide receiver at Auburn, but he can do it all. Uh, the jet sweeps, uh, him coming around the the end, uh, he he can motor, and and he is a hell of an athlete. And this was a huge pickup. And you know, I, I asked Caleb that day when we had him on, if this is the guy that could replace a Cam Coleman. And obviously, Caleb said, "No, nah, I don't know about replacing," right. but this is a this is a very talented kid. And when I watched him on his highlights today, dude, I mean he's elusive. Like like yards after catch, uh, he 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 get, gets out of contact. I mean he he's a he's a a shifty kid, man. And and uh, he's he's a hell of a playmaker, Dustin.
1: That first cut, bro. That first cut is filthy.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, yes. Yeah, he. Uh... We talk about it, bro. We need guys that can take this thing to the house for one touch. Yep. There's been so methodical for us on offense. It's, it's hard in college football to put together these drives where you have to get four or five first downs consistently. And it's just hard to do that in college without making a mistake. It's hard to do it in the NFL. Hell But To just, just seven, eight play drives all the time. It's not going to cut it, man. You need some of them to drive for it. it's two plays. Bang. Guy goes 60, 70 yards to the house. Yep. Uh, and that's what this guy can do, man. And then, uh, We'll get down more uh, when we talk about our, our next commit. We'll, we'll break down this, these three guys that we've got committed. But uh, he's a nice addition to the class. Um, not just a, him and Bryce competing for, like, best athlete is a very interesting conversation. Yeah. Uh, but, obviously, uh, we we got another guy, Blake. we got another guy that's in that wide receiver room here. It happened, ladies and gentlemen. We got him, <laughs> Perry Thompson. The debate is over for the first time, I feel like, in history. At least in my life, we played them. We mm-hmm. weren't the ones getting played. Yep. And that was me and me and your biggest because we had some very reliable sources on this one telling us this is good to go. And our thing was just, is he really going to publicly do this to Nick Saban? Yeah. He did. Our guys at Warpoor they they uh been making fun of it all day. He even called it a little barbecue they had. I wasn't really concerned with their little barbecue. Yeah. Uh, seems like he's been locked in for a while, really, man. And um, mm. I can say it now because Mike G's been saying it publicly. He said it on their show today. And I believe he said it on the reaction show yesterday. And by the way, man, if you didn't watch that, go check out that reaction show from our guys at the War Report. They talked to Javon Reed. They talked to Robbie Ashford. They talked to Duke. Uh, our guy Duke's from 24-7. If you don't know, go check him out, man. He's awesome. So, uh, a nice little uh, Michael G was on the ground. Boots on the ground reporting live. Uh, really cool scene, man. Uh, shout out to all the guys that covered Big Cat, right? The Jeffrey mm-hmm. Lees of the world, the Christian Clementes, obviously our boy Caleb over there at Rivals. Everybody did a phenomenal job keeping all of us fans and everybody at home updated on what was going on. So shout Absolutely. out to everybody uh, that you know, everybody on the beat, man. Everybody in the media all did a fantastic job covering that. And uh, this has been that. This has been like the worst kept secret. I feel like with, with Terry here. And but it's just the same, man. Like I said, me and you just we, you just got to see it to believe it. And uh I got yeah. like to say, Mike Mike G told me he said, "Listen, this is gonna happen." And I just said, "Okay, and we'll we'll see." And you've had some very reliable people tell you, "Hey, man, this is gonna happen." And we just said, "Okay,
0: we'll see." Did Did you have a thousand people messaging you saying, "Hey, man, what's Perry gonna do?" And I'm just like, ah, you know, yeah, <laughs> just, for sure. I'm just like, well, yeah. you know, like yeah. You know, look, I felt super confident about it, okay? Um, But there's always, as an Auburn fan, right, like that little memory, you know, the little memory back in the brain that's sitting here going, hey, this has happened so much over the past couple of years. And look, don't forget, Tony Mitchell, just last year, left one of our guys at a Bojangles, all right? Oh. So – that is why we were super nervous to really get excited about it and just oh you know he's coming all right but man the 5 star 6'3", 6'4", 205 208 uh, can absolutely go down the field and get it elite at everything he does some people uh, have thrown comps out of julio jones uh, Which- he, yeah, I mean, come on now. That was a trendsetter for the University of Alabama. Um, Played in our he, favor, by the way. He didn't seem to like that. That's a fact because, you know, he wants to make his own lane. He also mm-hmm. said uh, that the University of Alabama had told him they viewed him as a Jamison Williams type, and he could come in day one and get on the field, all right? I mean, if, if you're getting comparisons to Julio Jones and Jamison Williams, you're a hell of a player, Mm -hmm. right? And this kid is big. He's physical. He's a freak. Uh, He even plays safety in high school down here in Foley, Alabama, and he will absolutely lower the shoulder on you across the middle, right? And even his blocking at, at the receiver position, he is an elite blocker. Yeah. Elite. Down the field, line of scrimmage, whatever. The kid is nasty, and I feel like this right here—it it it flipped the script a little early for me. Hmm. Uh, getting this, this is this is this is the best wide receiver that we're going to sign, All right? right? It, for, for now, for now, up to this point, right. Auburn University. Okay, the, Perry is different. I'm telling you, uh, and I know we will be at a couple of his games this year. Uh, him and Bryce Kane they square off at Foley High School I think it's September 15th September 15th 7 p.m. 7 p.m. September 15th Uh, I know we will be there in attendance that's going to be so exciting uh, to watch both of these guys Bryce Kane uh, we know what he can do Uh, man I'm excited about this receiver room and I told you from the beginning Dustin what was the one position we were not worried about with Hugh Freeze what was he gonna attack? But this uh, this quick though, man, to get parried this quick, hey, it's just unreal, man. You know what? You know what? All it took was a Facetime with DK, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and and you know your other guy <laughs> talking about getting thrown in a locker, getting stuffed in a locker. You got Antonio Brown oh, trying to yeah. get in the DMs over here. All like, right. come on, brother. Uh, yeah. And and I, that's probably, like I said, you know, the last person I would take any advice from right now. Uh, I mean, guys a character but uh, Perry I'm I you know a lot of people are like well uh you know Perry it ne- he he at least needs to uh tell Nick Saban that he's going to flip on him and I, well he did. He did tell Nick Saban. All right, you think the kid was just going to go out like that? No, man. It, it, what do you think? Look, like you mentioned about the little barbecue <laughs> Yeah, they like you mentioned, yeah, he he said like Mike G asked him, you know, and 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 uh, I think Jeff Jeffrey Lee was there also. They they said, you know, did you mm-hmm. communicate with Saban? And he said, absolutely. He said I called I called him Thursday and told him like, you know, hey, I I think I want to go to Auburn University, and and I'm going to go to their uh, Big Cat Weekend, and and he said Saban respected that, you know. He said Saban was very respectful of it, and the maturity of this class, Dustin, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm very. Uh, excited about it. Uh, and and I think it starts at the top with our guy, Walker White. And uh, I know we talked about him and Bryce Kane throwing uh, and and running routes before they actually got to Big Cat. Uh, I know that was super impressive to us uh, for them to just go out there and say, hey, before we go and and start acting like you know, high school kids and like we're going into college, let's go put the work in let's go show these guys that we're mature enough to be leaders and then we can go recruit all right and and uh, I think that speaks volumes man to what this class is doing uh, and and what these guys have done not only just this past weekend but the months leading up to this recruiting these big these big cats all right yeah. to come to Auburn University I'm super impressed Perry Thompson an absolute stud. Uh, you know, Alabama fans can say what they want to people. All right. Oh, he lost a star as soon as he committed to Auburn. Uh, you wanted Perry Thompson. Okay. You wanted him. You wish he was coming to your school. Stop the cap. All right. Stop it right now. I'm sick of it. it it's, 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 it's a mute point. He's going to Auburn. Get over yourself.
1: Yeah. They're having, they're having a rough week, man. They're not used to this here. I think this all started with Joseph Phillips. Uh, yep. Momentum is a real thing, and once you flip a guy, it was funny. I won't, I won't name the Bama podcast, but I listened to a Bama, and to be fair, they were they were pretty much professional. But some of their points were just funny. They said that, um, they said that they had never really like recruited Joe Phillips and and, and this, that, and the other. And it's like, make no mistake, y'all wanted <laughs> y'all y'all wanted Joe Phillips, yeah. and then they tried to go off with the whole the same narrative that they've been pushing about Demarcus, and and then it was money with Perry. And, I, and I'm just thinking, y'all got money. Like
0: yeah. if, if
1: this if this is somebody that, that Bama really wants, you're not losing because of NIL to Auburn. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on with that. No. What Hugh Freeze has done is he's pitched these guys, one, uh, a, a receiver, the body of work speaks for itself. What Hugh Freeze has done at receiver speaks for itself. And yep. he can he can get a guy like DK on the phone with Perry, and Perry can tell him, Look, this is the route. And Perry's got to be thinking man, DK must really think the world of Hugh if he didn't play for him that long. And he's an old Miss guy helping out an SEC West rival, and he still thinks highly enough of Hugh to be like, hey, man, this is the move. So yep. I just think, like you said, all the, the work that Marcus Davis has done, we know that Trevon Reed's always involved. What these guys have done for the months leading up to it to get to this point. Man, un unbelievable i knew it was coming with hugh freeze i didn't know it was going to come this fast i thought there would be some time i was thinking if we could luck around and get a a 13 maybe a top 12 if we if we won some battles type recruiting class and now i think we can get somewhere maybe we could sit seventh maybe even sixth. i think we could really be around there uh because if we've got another five star coming next weekend but nevertheless man you've already got you've already got two guys within the last three or four days here that you just haven't gotten in a long time uh two guys out of the state of Alabama right yep you gotta win your backyard we always talk about yep. that and you're starting to get back in that you've got two five stars out of the state of Alabama this week and and this is how big it is Blake is that it is so big that I haven't even talked about Perry Thompson the player we're just talking about the implications of what this means and how big of a victory this is. And that podcast I was talking about, they also said at the end, they said, hey, Hugh Freeze is a good coach. He's a good recruiter. And out of every 10 battles Auburn and Alabama are in, he's going to win two of them. Yep. And Alabama is going to win the other eight. And so that, I say, we'll see. We'll see. And I and- think it's going to be about 50-50 before this all gets said and done
0: like i keep telling you you better get your jokes in you better get them in it's the the, the script is it's yeah. flipping all
1: right the jokes are about done
0: yeah uh, because <laughs> we can sit here and talk about the player perry thompson and you are getting an absolute physical specimen that he can go on
1: every route bro that's and- what that sticks out to me is he can do the deep route he can run the intermediate like bro this kid this kid can do it all there's nothing at receiver he can't you will yep. throw him a bubble screen you will throw him a fade route you will throw him a 10 to 15 yard in right he can do everything like you said he can deplete you on blocks he can get up in your pads and fundamentally just block a guy taking 15 yep. yards down the field his iq is through the freaking roof shout out to on the victory like bro this is just let's go man let's go this Love is what that. we wanted man you know what yep. i mean this is this is what we talked about and here we are here we are. We took we took them to three overtimes, nowhere close to the same talent level. Start getting Perry Thompsons. Start yep. getting Demarcus Riddick's, bro. Okay, Come get KJ Bolden next weekend. Mm. Let Joe Phillips be the guy that you got coming off the edge.
0: Mm. Okay. Mm.
1: Oh, and all these and what's he selling them on, Blake? He's telling all of them, "Let's come settle. You make a legacy. You be different. Why go be the two hundredth guy to do it somewhere?"
0: Mm-hmm.
1: come turn this thing around. So is that a great pitch to get you in the boat? Yeah. But if those guys actually buy into that mindset and they, show up, to, they show up to workouts, mm-hmm. they show up to their freshman season, like, okay, we're ready to turn this around. We win seven, eight games, and then those guys show up that way. You sign a top 10 class. Boy, this program is close. This program is close. Yep. Outsiders have said for a long time, Auburn is a sleeping giant. Somebody just woke this bitch up.
0: <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. I look, I know we're so excited. Uh, it is, it's refreshing, man. Uh, to, just to take a deep breath and, and see everything that was really put together and how well Big Cat was put together. I know you touched on it a little bit earlier with the media, uh, but let, let's talk about uh, just how the coaching staff man you you see the position coaches they're belly flopping off the diving board on ig live and and the women uh in the recruiting staff you know they're they're coming up and and having conversations with the kids and making them feel a part of the auburn family and they're doing their job and and uh the scavenger hunt was just it was just so well put together the kids racing to the golf carts and uh there was so much excitement and uh, you know, I was listening to Walker White on the Auburn Live On 3 show call-in show, uh, and, and he said that he got home and his parents asked him. They said, Walker, how'd you like it? And he said, it was everything that I thought it would be, and it just felt like family. It just felt like family. And the maturity of that kid and what he's done for this program, and he hasn't even taken a snap, all right? And, you know, we, we've got this fan base calling us out saying that we've won the Super Bowl. All right, we we're parading around the city and, and we're going through the streets and we're just saying that we're the best team in the state now. Uh, we're not saying that. We're just saying that we're overly excited because we haven't had this in a long time, right, Dustin? Like, uh, it's a breath of fresh air. And uh, to see how well this was put together, see the excitement, uh, to see the coaches on Twitter – uh, th- they were showing the love, and, and these kids picking Hugh Freeze up when Perry, you know, mm. slips out the hat and they throwing him into the pool. And then Perry goes and dives into the pool. Uh, and and just, um, uh, T Reed with the with the swag, bro, the sauce and everything. I mean, <laughs> that,
1: that shirt was ridiculous.
0: Yeah, right? Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> where did you find that in good condition? I had that shirt as a kid, well, yeah. four years old, 1995. Where did you get that, dude?
0: Yeah, bro, and, and look, one thing about T. Reed I want to say real quick. One thing about T. Reed, uh, Mike G. asked him, said, you were on the other side of this at one time, right? You were a player, all right? You experienced this as a player. Which one is more fun? First, hell of a question for Mike G., right? Mm-hmm. Um, which, one was, which one was more fun? Which one do you like to do best? And he said, I like it on this side because I get to see these kids enjoy this and experience this, where they're going to play for the next three to four years, and the bond that they are making with their future teammates and the recruits that they're coming in with. He said, I love that. I love watching it. Uh, T. Reed has done so much for the football program. He's done so much for the university. Can't say enough about him. Can't say enough about him. Uh, just the entire excitement around Big Cat, Dustin. What would you think about it?
1: Yeah, I think he nailed it. They just nailed it, man. They nailed it in the sense of working on a guy like Perry, working on a guy like Perry, and doing it when you did it. The little details, man. We knew Malcolm Simmons was going to commit. So you have him commit at 11. That way you give him his four to five hours because four to five hours on social media is a long time. Yeah. You give him his four to five hours for his tweets to circulate, for him to get his shine, and then you let the big dog go because if yeah. Perry goes first, then you know Malcolm gets outshined a little bit there. Everyone's just yeah. all is all about the Perry hype at that point. Um, so letting Malcolm have his moment, just a little things, man. They're very smart with how they did it. We feel like there were some silent commitments, and well, they want to have their moment and do it their way. So just the way they did the whole thing. Well, the tendency that doubt about, like you said, the kids running to the golf cart, right? That means that they're just being kids, that they're just being yep. 15, 16, 17 year olds, and that they're all having fun together and that they're building relationships together. Um, think about the prospects that see these videos and how much fun that everybody was having that weren't there. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, I missed that. I was at this little cookout. I missed that. We didn't do that at the cookout, man. <laughs> so yeah, just the whole thing is like, on a day when everybody – on a day when all the schools were having big recruiting events, mm-hmm. I could make a significant argument that we had the best one. We certainly yeah. outshined our competitors. Georgia didn't have the kind of day we had. Bama <laughs> certainly certainly took a little something from them. LSU didn't have the kind of day we had. Yeah, and uh, Nick Saban knows this is coming. The Bama fans that are honest with themselves know this is coming. Nick Saban knows what Hugh Freeze is. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, dude, Georgia and Alabama are on top, but there's about to be a there's about to be somebody else in that party too.
0: Well, I, I believe Auburn was trending on Twitter at one time during Big Cat Weekend.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think like yeah, in multiple ways. <laughs> like yeah. there was a couple of different topics we had trending. So
0: yes, I mean, just kudos to the staff, brother. I'm super excited about it. Uh, you know, everybody this, behind that's... the
1: scenes, right? Like the, the, all the all the ladies, just everybody behind yeah. the scenes. That,
0: yeah, and and that's uh, can't say enough about it, right? Um, what did you think about some of the guys that showed up in surprise visits? Mm-hmm. Uh, because this is something that I really, uh, I really liked and enjoyed. And and there was one guy uh, that we can we can talk about that that couldn't make it, and they even went virtually with him on some things. And they said, "Hey, look, we know you can't make it. There was some unfortunate things happen." But we're gonna FaceTime you and we're gonna bring you in here on a Zoom call and we're gonna let you see what we're doing. All right, because you couldn't make it. That is the type of hard work and dedication that this staff is putting in.
1: Who'd they do that with?
0: Uh, was it the um was it, well, it the Lindsay? Like, was
1: it was like TJ because TJ couldn't make it. But yeah, his I think parents it was, were there.
0: Yeah, I think it was TJ Lindsay they did it okay. with. Yeah. Um and, and that right there just shows me. The, the hard work and the dedication all right uh, that the staff is just going uh i mean it's i mean i can't even put it into words it, it's that special uh you know and and like getting a nike car to come all right that's a georgia commit and and everybody's thinking that you're done at receiver and you're getting a nike car to to come to big cat yeah. and he walks through the building and everybody's like whoa mm. whoa like Hey, we got a special guest here, you know, and and Hugh's just sitting over there going, "Yep, all right, Kirby, Nick, you didn't want to see me getting this robbery, now, yep, but here I am." You know, uh, Dustin, what did you think about that, uh, and and just how they how they got these kids uh, to to not go to their uh, committed campuses and and show up at Big Cat?
1: Yeah. So talking about uh, talking about the receiver Nye, was it Nye Wells? His last name.
0: Uh, Nye. I- Carl not because I, I haven't yeah. seen
1: this i mean he's a georgia commit and i've been focused on the guys that we've been after yeah. um so first i really heard of him but look guys committed to georgia and all of a sudden he shows up and you're not expecting him and so the thing that stood out to me, to me about this blake is they knew perry was going to commit they knew malcolm was going to commit and then got bryce committed so that tells me that they're going after four receivers because mm-hmm. they've already got or at least that they'll take four. um yeah. Because you've already got three studs. Malcolm and Bryce will take a little bit of the development. I personally think Bryce is a little bit farther along than some people think. Um, And Perry will be ready to go day one. He'll start day one. There's no question about that. (laughs) He'll be the best guy we have on the field. Probably it'll it'll be like a K and Lee times two type situation. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's really stood out to me was like, man, so with this class, you're looking to take four. And if you get if you get nigh, and I'll have to do a lot more studying on him, it's the new name that just popped up this weekend. Like I said, I've been moving, so I was getting staying updated yeah. the best I could. Um, but man, that would make this this you're already looking at a receiver class where you're like, one, you trust Hughes' evaluations, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas I just say whoever he brings in, if he brought in a couple three stars, I would say, well, the industry probably missed, but Hughes getting four or five stars. We know Bryce is gonna be a four star by the time the season comes to an end. This receiver class is looking filthy right out the gate and right out the gate. You think back to that NWO class that he had with Ole Miss, all those guys. Um, yep. We talked about it a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago at this point, that wide receiver room, those that isn't too, uh the records aren't too crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. So you got some guys that could come in and break that up immediately. The linebacker, there's a, a 25 kid that's committed mm-hmm. to Georgia. The number over uh, 36 overall player, in the class of 2025, committed to Georgia. He said he has a surprise decision coming soon, and this visit exceeded his expectations and just blew him blew him away. You're about to steal the number six. Another guy, another linebacker from Georgia? Josh Aldridge, calm down, man. They're going to come. Yeah. <laughs> some We better put some security around Josh Aldridge. Some crazy Georgia fan might come get it, dude. Kirby might come scoop him up, bro. Like, you're robbing him. We're yeah. straight robbing Athens right now. And, mm. and and what's crazy about that is we can't hold a candle to them as far as NFL pedigree with linebacker right now. I think Josh Bines might be going somewhere still from the yeah. 2010 class. Like we don't have any linebackers in the league, really, bro. Um, they do. And for us to be stealing their guys, yeah, man. This this uh this class is these guys are on fire. And i I'm almost to the point now to where I don't even give a damn about our overall class ranking because Mm -hmm. the average stars are through the roof and like we're top five, no matter where you look in average star rating. And um, we might only sign 20 kids because of the portal. So some classes might sign 24, 25 kids. Hugh's going to be really hard in the portal. So we might only only sign 18, 19 kids because we're going to leave some spots open for the portal. This roster still has a little bit of a ways to go. Um, so we might finish 12th, 13th or whatever overall, but our average star ranking will definitely be top five. And then you nail those portal guys and look what you've done. Yeah. We're on fire.
0: Absolutely. I agree. 100%. Dustin, uh, we predicted that we would go over three commits, uh, on our last episode. We did not make that publicly. Okay. Well, like we don't, there, there could have been some silent things going on. We don't know, right? Uh, but we we got two. We didn't make that over three that we predicted. But who do you think could be the next guy to commit to the Auburn Tigers?
1: The offensive lineman Carter from from California. Yeah. I think he's ready to roll. I, mean, I saw some crystal balls come in for him today. Um, like I said, again haven't been able to check up on a whole lot. So this is just me kind of guessing here on this one, but when people start making those kind of predictions and um, it will make sense too, like we talked about strategy, right? Where let Perry have his time, you know, let Perry yeah. have his weekend. And obviously we're going to be super hype about all the implications of what that means. The player beating saving everything, five-star receiver out of the state, Alabama, it's just such a big thing for this program. something we haven't done in so long. So let that have its weekend. Let that have it shine. I feel like we'll see, and a lot of guys are alluding to this. I'm not breaking any kind of news here. It sounds like Carter's gonna pop soon. So I feel like we got him, and I feel like we got KJ Bolden. Mm. I feel like I just feel like he was sitting there with Demarcus and uh, Reddick, and he was sitting there with Perry on Friday night, and they said, "Man, come come be with us, bro. Mm -hmm. Like let's do this thing." And uh, he, I mean, he said publicly, he said. He al- Hugh almost got him to commit in his office this weekend. Yeah, Almost got him. We'll get him Saturday.
0: Yeah, and and now he, he said uh, – excuse me. He said that it's down to one or two schools, you know, and, and uh, he made some comments the other day saying that he felt like he had his mind made up, but then there was this other school that kind of started talking, and they were like, hey, you know, we really want you. And he said that he kind of had to back off his decision – Because this new school come about. All right, well, now everybody's like, what? He was was Georgia or Ohio State, right? And now everybody feels like it's Florida State or Auburn. I feel like that's where all the momentum's going. It's either Florida State or Auburn. And the IG live comment while Perry Thompson was committing, he said, hold on, bro, wait on me, I'm coming. Like, obviously he wanted to be there for Perry to watch him, you know, do the hat and and dive into the pool, right? But for him to just say like, "Hold on, I'm coming too." Um I think there could be a bond made there. I think there could be a relationship that has uh grown over the over the months and uh you know, him and and Hugh and their conversation and you know, Hugh saying, "Hey, look, I can offer you I can offer you playing time, okay? I got two guys, I got two guys at safety Zion Puckett and Jalen Simpson that are gone after just this year. Caden. You just lost Caden; uh, he's no longer with the team. So that's three guys in your in your safety room, and and I can offer that. So come be a part of it. We need you. And if you get KJ Bolden, your third five star. This program hmm. is through the roof. now you now you sit back and you start looking at twenty twenty five. Say, man, three, five stars? Like, let's go get five five stars. Like, they, and and you know, these kids, like K.J. Bolden, he comes in day one starter possibly, all right? He comes in, and, and and these kids in high school see him pop, and they're like, hey, man, like Auburn's the move. Like, this isn't what Georgia and Alabama wanted at all because now, look, I always say this, all right? When Auburn is good, it makes things so much harder on Georgia and Alabama, all right? Alabama has to commit in-state. They have to compete in-state with Auburn for commits. We all know that. But Auburn, where do they go, Dustin? Where does Auburn go a lot of the time to get big-time players? The state of Georgia, all right? And you know Kirby Smart does not like Hugh Freeze coming into that Atlanta metro area. He don't want it to happen. He don't want Hugh to go down to Valdosta, Georgia, and get big-time names. He he, Over to Savannah, Georgia, and and along that Atlantic coast, he don't want it to happen. And it makes his job ten times tougher when Auburn is competitive and getting big-time talent. And he's pissed. I can tell you right now, Kirby is sitting there going, man – we let we let Auburn get Hugh Freeze. We let it happen. Like and 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 he knows. Look, they're back to back national champions. But damn it, I can tell you this: he's sitting there and he's saying it's no longer a cupcake game on the schedule now. When they had Brian Harson, he was laughing. Man, he was laughing at midfield pregame. Going, <laughs> we're about to beat him by forty.
1: I was laughing too.
0: Well, I think we all were laughing to right? keep from crying, but. Kirby was laughing because he knew it was an automatic win, whether they played at Georgia or, or at Auburn. It didn't matter. But this job that he's doing, that Hugh Freeze is doing, incredible. Uh, and and I just can't say enough. If he pulls off K.J. Bolden, I mean, you, you know – and. I'll tell you this one thing too, Dustin, is I got told over the weekend, Blake, what you said about him being uh, possibly the next Pat Die is across the line. like, Like, you crossed the line. And I said, how did I cross the line? And he said, that's just a terrible comp. How? How? I didn't say he was going to be the next Pat Dye, but the momentum and the feeling to me, and I told my dad this. I said, Pops, I just feel like I wasn't alive for Pat Dye's era, but I feel like Auburn was in a low spot. They were in in low places. And he said, yeah, they were. All right? And I said, and everything Pat Dye did for the university and the football program, and he got the winning tradition back, he brought in a Vincent Jackson. He brought in that famous 34. All right? And 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 he started he started beating Alabama. He got the Iron Bowl in Auburn, Alabama. He did everything for that football program. And then you fast forward and what you went through with Gus at the end of his time and then Harson, and then you hire Hugh Freeze and everything that circled around Hugh, Dustin, all the major clouds and everything saying he shouldn't be our football coach. And now, do you hear any of that, Dustin? You don't. All right because everybody's on board and what he's doing with getting talent back to the auburn back to that auburn locker room uh, it's incredible man and you just know that he can coach in this league and he can win games and he can get Auburn back to the promised land he can get Auburn back to uh an SEC title he can get auburn into a 12 team playoff man can you imagine dustin a 12 team playoff where Auburn is hosting the first round of the playoffs in Jordan Hare Stadium. What do you think that's gonna feel like? The jungle gonna feel like a jungle in there. Gonna be a madhouse. And come on, we put, we we kick off at six thirty at night Ooh. in round one of the playoffs in Jordan Hare. Come on, bro. I, 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 and and you you know it's gonna happen. First Penn State. G- gimme it, gimme it. Mm-hmm. And I said it a couple of days ago. Gimme it. All right. It, look, you know it's gonna happen. I, t- I tell y'all this all the time. Auburn, they're on that they're on that that top ten in college football history. All right, right. that's where they're at, and and that's where we got to get back to. And I really feel like this was the first step on Big Cat Weekend, Dustin. That's how excited I was, uh, for just this to happen. I mean, it, it's incredible. It's it's absolutely incredible. So, uh, what were you gonna say?
1: Oh, I'm just, yeah, I'm just with you, brother. I'm fired up. I can't wait. This is, I, you just, man, it's like when you get to the point to where you've lost so many of these battles, you just, you just, uh, you just don't believe. And our guy Tanner was messaging me and he kept saying like, I think they're going to troll us. I think he's going to troll us. I think he's going to troll us. And I was like, Tanner, I would, I said, buddy, I would love to tell you any different, but I think he's trolling us. Yeah, <laughs> and then we didn't get trolled. It's uh, it's just it's a turnaround, man. And like you say about Pat Dye, it, it's got to start somewhere. And if you think that these guys are gonna, if you think these are the only ones, like it's not gonna stop, right? It doesn't. It doesn't stop with Perry Thompson. It doesn't yeah. stop with Joe Phillips. Yeah. This is just the beginning.
0: Well, uh, Dustin. I know we got a uh, we got to one more thing we really want to talk about right and and that is the uh, transfer that just happened. But first, uh, let's transition over here into our sponsor man, uh, HomefieldApparel.com. Uh, one thing I want to say about Homefield Apparel uh, is they are based out of Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, a great company. Uh, this shirt right here, the 1997 Auburn basketball T-shirt, uh, conference championship shirt. Uh, it's they're super comfortable. Uh, it's a great Great fit. Uh, I have the the Auburn shirt over here sitting next to me, uh, the baby blue with the orange lettering. Uh, Just can't say enough about them. Uh, You can go use our link, uh, homefieldapparel.com, get your shirt, uh, and you can get 15% off your first purchase there. Um, And look, they sell all sorts of things, right? Uh, They have 150, I know. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's 150 universities on there or something like that. I know they have a couple more things dropping this week, uh, and they usually do like a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday drop. Hopefully they're dropping more apparel, uh, more Auburn apparel soon. Uh, and one thing I would also like to say is that we are also in talks with another sponsor. It is not confirmed yet, but wish us luck because I have a meeting, uh, Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon at four o'clock. What's up, Dustin? Uh, I was just telling them a little bit about this uh, new sponsor we could potentially have. Uh, Wish us luck, 4 o'clock Tuesday afternoon. uh, We have a little meeting uh, with uh, brothrow.com, and that is a little site where you can go on and uh, and you can play some wagers and everything like that uh, completely uh, just straight up with people head-to-head. I think that's really cool uh, how they do that. So hopefully we can get that sponsorship on board as well. I think that would do Uh, really well uh, for our listeners and uh, you can even get in a group with like me and Dustin and we can compete against each other and see how many points like we collect and everything and all that cool stuff. So it's a, it's a really cool site. So wish us luck there. Uh, But Dustin uh, closing this thing out, man, I know we just got an offensive line transfer uh, from Northwestern. We know everything that happened there. Uh, You know, I mean, weird situation and everything. He was allowed to transfer due to Pat Fitzgerald getting fired. Uh, But Dylan Senda, 6'4", 305 pounds, an interior offensive lineman, projected at the guard or center position uh, with Auburn. Uh, That is what Christian Clemente sees him as uh, in his four years of eligibility with Auburn University. Uh, Dustin, how do you feel about this?
1: I love the four years of eligibility, first of all, because – Oh, we need
0: offensive linemen in this class. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: and uh, our guy, Reese Baker, when you talk about guys that we, when we put that number at four, I thought Reese Baker was going to be in there. He gets crystal balls right there. I think it was Friday, a lot of crystal balls started shooting off for him, and then he gets sick. So, just reading between the lines doesn't take a genius to say Reese Baker was probably going to commit, and then he got sick and he wasn't there. So, he didn't get to commit. And you would say, okay, well, he's going to be in the class anyway. So, hopefully, you think that that's going to come. At some point, I I, I don't do, know what
0: that. Is. Do you think they're moving on, or do you think?
1: I don't think so. No, I mean, if okay. he was sick, he was sick. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, if you're ready to take his commitment, you're ready. Then okay. okay. And if he was really sick, then sure. Um It's just one of them things where it's like, how long is this one going to keep going? Type thing. I mean, of course, yeah. he's sick. But uh I think he's going in the class four go. So you think you get Carter? You think you get Baker? Then what? You know, I, you're almost at the point where it's like, okay. And the way you were looking at that Nike kid to flip him, you maybe have to start finding some offensive linemen that you're going to flip some somebody. And I definitely trust you to do that, especially with the time that we have left, because you flipped Lou from Miami in, a, in the span of a month. But I love the four years of eligibility. We, we're going to need offensive linemen um, with with years of eligibility left. And I don't know much about him. The name Pop, like as we were as we were pre-recording, getting ready to go here. Um, but man. Jake Thornton going out and getting guys, Hugh going and getting guys, 6'4, 305. Uh did he play last? I, we just don't know much about him, right? But all you no, can say
0: is he enrolled in January. Uh okay. so he he was like fresh. Uh you know, he was fresh to the to the program, right. and then all of that weird stuff happened that you know, that Big Ten vibe yeah. Up there. yeah. So for sure,
1: don't expect uh don't expect him to play this year, but no. it'll be it will be definitely a the guy that they're getting in the room and uh trust their evaluations so and just kind of one of the things with uh with toll and scholarship getting available right yeah let's go get let's go get an offensive lineman um so add some more depth to that room add another body remember when hugh was saying uh he had a number i think he had like it was nine or ten guys that he wanted to add and he came up one short so this gets into his number and mm-hmm. uh you know, so good for us and good for Dylan He gets to come down and play some SEC ball, get out of that weird situation and get to come down to Auburn. Yeah. You upgraded, Dylan. Yeah. I'll tell great. them that. You upgraded, brother.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, look, Dustin, uh, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, you did a great job breaking down Dylan Cinder right there. Uh, I, glad to have him. Glad to have him. Uh, yeah. all, all the, the O-line line help. Yeah. All the O line help we can get, man. So uh, let's wrap this one up. We appreciate each and everybody uh, for joining us. Uh, smash that like button. Uh, get in the comment section if you can. Uh, we always love to interact in the comment section and hear what you think about Big Cat Weekend and this Auburn football program. Uh, go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, give us a five star rating if you could. Uh, and and leave a comment there. Tell us what you love about the show. Tell us what you don't love about the show. You know, uh, uh, we just want to interact with all of our listeners. And I will say on Wednesday's show, we will have on Jake Crane from the Daily Wire and Crane and company to talk some Auburn football. Can't wait to have Jake. We all know the tradition uh, that his family has with Auburn university, his dad, the all American linebacker uh, at Auburn. And uh, you know, I've, I've, I've known Jake and talked to Jake for a little while. uh, And ever since he started his podcast and I'm super proud of the guy, great dude. uh, And uh, glad to, I want to get his knowledge of this Auburn team this year. And I know he's high on Auburn right now. So uh, glad to have him Dustin, your final thoughts.
1: Hard not to be high, hard not to be high on this Auburn program right now. Uh, This feels a lot different, man. It's so fun to see the unity amongst the fans, the coaches you hear about the alignment behind the scenes. Um, K, it was funny to hear K.J. Bolden say, uh, it has a little bit to do with NIL. Well, <laughs> I like to know that we've got the money for you then, but I'm yeah. glad to know that we can play the game, you know, get up here with the big dogs. So that was yeah. funny, too, about the Perry Thompson thing. It's like, okay, one, y'all have as much money. Y'all have more money than Auburn does, so whatever. Two, let's say that's true then get your money up with your broke ass. Like yeah. that's, that's really all you can say. I, like, okay, get, <laughs> get, more, get more money. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like, don't get mad at me. Cause you ain't got, enough. I don't know. That's all right. Just weird, really weird coping mechanism. It's it's funny though. Cause it's like, there will be a time, right? Where this is how they act losing recruits. Nick Saban will not live forever. Mm-hmm. Contrary to what it seems like right now. He will at some point not be coached in Alabama. And at some point, Bama will go six and six. That might be 2033, but I, they didn't think that Mike Trudeau was going to happen in the Paul Bear Bryant days, did they? Yep. It will happen because every single college football program, every single pro franchise, every sports entity has ups and downs, some more than others. Bama's way more up than down, but there are downs. When those downs come, I cannot wait to see how their fans react because it to actual losses. Can you imagine when Bama goes seven and five again? Mm. Because they can't lose one five-star recruit without saying ridiculous things that they know were not true. Like, like Nate goats with his, his, his sources. Yeah. Trust me, bro. I got sources on this one. I got, I got a spoiler alert. Anybody that, hides behind a burner account with a fake name and doesn't put their picture up there, ain't got no damn sources. Nate Goats ain't never had no sources, never will have no sources. He reads whatever message board and then goes on there and acts like an insider, and there are usually about 80 to 100 people that are dumb enough to like his tweets and believe him. Like, go ahead, cool with that. But mm-hmm. Nate Nate Goats, whatever your real name is, wherever you're, whatever basement you're really hiding under, it's only going to get worse, dude. It's only going to get worse yeah absolutely so it's coming but uh yeah man uh just like i said background will be fixed up for that wednesday episode with jake crane really fired up to have drake uh coming on uh i know i didn't bring my a game tonight guys uh, a game tonight guys i'm sorry been moving since 5 a.m i'm dog tired but we wanted to pump this one out for you we're at mm-hmm. 595 as of our course to help us get over to 600 we still got a goal of touching a thousand man i know it's asking for a lot we got one month to go but let's try to get a thousand before they kick that ball off first you've asked man Love y'all.
0: Appreciate y'all. War Damn Eagle. Yeah, you closed it out. Hell of a job, Dustin. Uh, With that being said, we will see y'all Wednesday, 10 a.m., right here on YouTube. War Damn Eagle. We're
1: out.